This is Tableside at 16th Street. We're glad to see you here and all set up with a spot just for you. Come on in, grab a snack. There's always room at the table for more. Let's chat a bit, maybe tell a story or two. Welcome to the Tableside. Hey, kids, welcome to the table side. Welcome, welcome. Good afternoon, morning, or evening, or middle of the night, whenever you're listening to this. How are y'all doing tonight? Our insomniacs. That's right. We appreciate you being here because we appreciate you listening to us um, because we just have fun with this. And we we know that you guys have a lot of options. We know that you have a lot of things you could be spending your time doing. And you choose to spend it with us. And we are so thankful for that. So. Shannon, how are things? Things are good. We just came back from a camping trip. <clears throat> Alec and I did, and it was wonderful. We conquered a lot of a lot of firsts oh, good. on this trip. Mm-hmm. Now you guys don't do the whole glamping with a fancy RV. No, and, like you guys are straight up. Let's put a tent in the ground and sleep on the ground. Although after how my back is feeling from sleeping on the ground, maybe the camper will be coming sooner rather than later. Do you have uh, air mattresses? Or, no. no. you're just straight have, on sleeping well, bag? We have a sleeping pad. It. Okay. So mine is like a tiny little, I mean, it's like an air mattress, but I mean, it's like two inches thick. Oh, like one of those roll-up ones that you see people yes. carry on hiking trips? Like the intense like backpackers? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Which, I mean, it's okay. But like I said, after the way my back is feeling, um, maybe the... And do you guys have one of those big giant... Like eighteen person tents. No, it's a four it's person just a four tent. Four person, like a four four person dome tent, basic. Yeah, I can, uh, and like I'm not very tall, right? right. So I'm only five two, and I have to like kind of hunch over. Okay, yeah, yeah. But no, it was so much fun. We heard a lot of coyotes our first night out there, and I mean, they it sounded like they were right outside my tent, <laughs> and I really had to go to the bathroom, but I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm they're gonna eat me. And coyotes are wild because there may be like two. But it sounds like there's 43. Oh, yeah. The no, way they I, howl and talk and, rah, 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 and like sound like a bunch of puppies, really. They do. Yeah, yeah. they sound like it almost sounded like when when like a siren goes by our house and Oliver hears it, like the way he howls. That's kind of how it sounded. And I mean, it like woke me up from asleep. Like they were so loud. Um, <laughs> no, it was it was a great time. I learned how to use a propane uh, stove on my own because right. I wanted to be independent and figure it out. You know, I'm afraid of explosions. Right, yeah. So it was a big deal. So you conquered that. Good. Conquered good, that. Good. There were a lot of stinging bugs, though, that got in our canopy. Oh. Alec just thinks they're dirt toppers. I don't care what they were. They look stingy. Um, Did so, they ever sting you? No. Oh, that's good. No. <clears throat> and they didn't get close, but it's just, you know. They're in the area. They're in, like my, they're in my space. I got mm-hmm. a little metal splinter in my finger. Oh. Have you ever had one of those? Yeah. It's, oh my it's gosh. Awful. It literally, I mean, it hurts so bad. And it can be the tiniest little thing. And it, it's every time you touch it or bump it, it's And it like sent like a whole jolt like oh yeah. down my finger. Yeah. I, I felt like I was like It's ridiculous. Like I was about to cut my finger off because it hurt so bad. <laughs> but luckily I brought a little embroidery kit with me to okay. do in my free time. And so I was able to use that needle. And I mean, like, I worked at it for like a good 30 minutes. But we got it out. And like, I mean, it literally was like smaller than a grain of rice. Yeah. Now, do you all do the uh, the whole giant gourmet cooking or do you just do like no. beans in a can or? Well, we didn't do beans in a can, but we did like 
I got some frozen burgers from Walmart, and yeah. we grilled those. And then I tried to get fancy with the breakfast, but I feel like the breakfast didn't go very well. Oh. As in, like, I tried to fry eggs, and that was kind of hard. And then I tried to make this, like, potato, egg, and bacon hash. Yeah. But I didn't have any milk to mix with the eggs. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of got, it was like a weird texture. Oh, it wasn't yeah. very good. Yeah. But that's okay, you know. Yeah. We had a good time. Hey, you didn't you didn't starve? We didn't starve. We had all the snacks. Nice. Which, in my opinion... S'mores? The, did you do s'mores? Yes, we did do s'mores. Yeah. Those were delicious. Um, I love to bring like the cherry pillow part Twizzlers. Okay. For camping. Yeah. I think that's the perfect camping snack. <laughs> and then we had Chex Mix and chicken and a biscuit. Very nice. Yeah, well... So we ate well. We had it all. And you went up near Branson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a whole other thing behind Silver Dollar City. Oh, yeah. Because we were, we were behind the park. Yeah. The Silver Dollar, is it still the Silver Dollar City campground? There is. Yes, there is that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't know how to describe where it is. But. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. But <laughs> Silver Dollar City campground, you want to, I'm going to tell a funny, embarrassing story about Uncle perfect. Cliffy here. Okay, perfect. Um, and my sisters will know exactly where I'm talking about, and a couple of my cousins will too. <laughs> I always blame it on them. So I was little. Mandy was maybe one. I think she was still an infant. Uh huh. And we went up camping up there. Oh, and, your parents are brave, right? And we had like uh, we borrowed my. I think we borrowed my grandparents' pop up camper. Uh huh. And we went camping up there with my aunt and uncle, Aunt Pat's and Uncle Dean, and then their daughters. LaDonna, Regina, and Belinda, and Dina went with us, too. Um, and so, you know, I was four, maybe, maybe four, probably was. So my dad got so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> they had a swimming pool there on the campground. And it was perfect. It was great. We were loving it. And I was hanging out with LaDonna and Regina um, there in the swimming pool, and we're just hanging out swimming. And they're kind of watching over me, and I say, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And they're just, and of course, they're, you know, maybe teenagers at the time, okay. you know, not even. And so they're like, I just, just go in the water. We always do anyway. Because <laughs> we're used to growing, we grew up in the lake, right? It didn't matter. We, right. You know, in the lake, no problem. So this, we very seldom ever made it to swimming pools by this point. <laughs> <clears throat> the story's gotten a lot longer than I didn't say, but it's funny. <laughs> So I said, like, yeah, I got to go to the bathroom. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. Just, just go in the water. I was like, are you sure? And I, they said, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I didn't tell him I had to poop. Oh. <laughs> that is not where I thought we were going. So I did. And <laughs> we were just hanging out. And then they were, and like dad got in the pool and mom was there and I was kind of sitting on the edge. Of the pool there, and like the water around me was kind of brown. They're like, oh. "What is going on?" And then Dad was like, "Did did you poop in the pool?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and he was so mad. I think that's the maddest I've ever <laughs> known him to be so mad at me. So he had to take me into the bathroom. They had the public bathrooms and stuff in the shower, and like clean out my tr- my trunks and everything. So yeah, they every time we drove drive by that campground, hey, you remember when you pooped in the pool and. Wow. I don't we never um, went back to the swimming pool. <laughs> there are know. a lot of questions that I want to ask you, but I feel like I'll have to ask you at a different time. <laughs> We're not being recorded. So 
I always blame it on LaDonna and Regina because they said they gave me the, the green light to go ahead and do it. But Well, uh, I mean, context is important. <laughs> I didn't tell them. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of situation it is? That's so funny. Our, so one of our friends, they have a, I think he's like three or four. And he was telling us, you know, about their trials of potty training. And their little their little kiddo will be like, I smell something. And then that means I have pooped in the hallway. <laughs> or he'll it's be like, his alert. Like, I don't know what it is, but uh, something over there. Um, There's a situation. I need you to go check it out, please. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, man. All right. Well, <clears throat> so, fun memory. Anyway, took a sidetrack there. Well... <laughs> Here we are, late October, and we are coming up on a very interesting holiday. Yes. The more I dug into it, the more, you know, you, you always celebrate holidays and you just know, hey, this is what we do every year because that's what my family's done every year. But when you take the time to actually dig into it, like, where did this come from? How do we yeah. do this? So today at the table side, we're going to be talking about Halloween. All Saints Day, Dia de los Muertos, yes. which may be one of my new fun words to say. I just, it just rolls right off. Dia de los Muertos. It does. Can you roll your R's? Dia de los Muertos. There you muertos. go. <laughs> uh, I probably butchered it. But anyway, I don't want to, uh, you know, cultural appropriation or anything, but it's a really interesting holiday and it's it looks cool. It's a beautiful cool. holiday. It looks cool. So I really didn't know much about it. Um, the dates of October 31st through November 2nd is the whole gamut of this Halloween slash All Saints Day holiday. You know, holiday. Yeah. Um, you know, because we I always knew it as just October 31st. That was Halloween. Right. And then, you know, eventually I learned it as something was all Hallow's Eve is where the word Halloween came from. But really digging into where, why did this happen? Um, and what I found was it came initially from the ninth century is kind of the start of this was where I found um, in a Celtic celebration called Samhain. Mm-hmm. Now, it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, but it's pronounced Sawin. Uh, it marked the end of the harvest season and the move into the darker time of the year. Uh, and the celebrations usually started on the evening of October 31st. Uh, celebrated with gatherings and feasts and the opening of burial mounds, which I think is weird. Oh, the, oh, I didn't read that. Yeah. Which, they would open them? They would open the burial mounds, which some thought were portals to other worlds. Oh. And well, uh, no wonder they thought, yeah, because they, you know, this was all kind of a the departed souls could come in, right, and, and visit, and yeah, and, and be around. Um, Ooh, and could so, you imagine how smelly that was? <laughs> they just crack open Ooh. these graves everywhere. <laughs> uh, and then there's in some of the literature mentions that uh, mentions the bonfires and sacrifices to ward off some of the evil spirits. So yes, that is uh, the ninth century. That is. That's folks. That's like what year? The yeah, what year is that? The eight hundreds. Yeah, that's you know that's only eight hundred years after Jesus. Um, it's before the Dark Age of the King Arthur and you know all those legends yeah. and things like that. So it's pretty wild. I um, wonder if they like would specifically leave like the 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 villains buried. 
You know, like I wonder if they would open up those. <laughs> I would. I would leave them closed. <laughs> okay, I thought for your. <laughs> no, I would, no, open, I would them open them up. <laughs> no man, <laughs> keep those closed. Um, so yeah, and then as we cruise on through the centuries, um, as because uh, these were the Celtics, right? So these were more of a, what we would consider pagan. Yeah. Um, not necessarily religious or anything, but this is just how they lived. Uh, but the the rise of Christianity and the the spread of Christianity is it spread from the area around you know southern Europe and it spread up into you know the the British Isles and everything. They kind of changed it. They kind of co opted it um, and started calling it uh, All Saints Day, also known as All Hallows Day, Hallowmas. And Feast of All Saints. And this was just time to celebrate the saints yeah. and the martyrs of the Christian church. So we're still dealing with dead people here. <laughs> um, the first mention of it being uh, November 1st was during the reign of Pope Gregory III. In, um, and that's around that same time period. And he dedicated a chapel, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, St. Peter's in Rome on November 1st in honor of all the saints. And then, this is the timeline of it, uh, in 837, Pope Gregory IV ordered this general observance so that he says, hey, we all got to celebrate this. And around that same time is when it started appearing on the English calendar as November 1st. And then it was in medieval England when it was known as All Hallows, and thus All Hallows Eve, and then bada-bing, Halloween. And it's kind of that whole... October 31st of November 2nd is also sometimes called All Hallow Tide. All one word. Oh. <clears throat> so. I hadn't heard of that. Happy All Hallow Tide to everybody. All Hallow Tide. So that's kind of All Saints Day. It tied into, that's how it tied into, that's just kind of the uh, evolution. Right. Right. Of taking it from a pagan, scary, digging into the graves to more of a, hey, let's celebrate and honor you know, uh, folks that have passed on honor the martyrs, right? But then the really cool—I mean, I think it's cool—holiday <clears throat> is that Dia de los Muertos. Yes. And what did you find out about Dia de los Muertos? So it is a festival where they kind of exchange like the mourning for celebration of like the loved ones. Um, so the dedication to the deceased, so that starts November 1st to the 2nd. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a two-day holiday that reunites the living and the dead. Um, and it's just really beautiful, um, the symbolism behind. So families will decorate, um, you know, al- altars with bright yellow marigolds. They they bring photos. and I love marigolds. They're beautiful. I think they and, might be my favorite flower. Yes, and people hate them. I don't understand. I did get some this year that really did stink. Oh, really? But I've had some that smelt really good in the past. That and they had, grow, like, a like nice you can scent. get them, like, just a small little plant, or you can get, like, the big giant bushes yeah. on most of them. Yeah, And they're the red and the yellow and orange. Man, they're just pretty, I think. And they're good for aphids. That's right. You plant them around your tomatoes, and they pull the aphids away. And they away. pull the aphids away, because mm-hmm. they repel them. Um, and what I wrote down, like, marigolds. So marigolds are believed to be the pathways that guide um, spirits through their offerings. 
So they kind of, you know, they lure them in. Okay. Um, the scent and the colors both are, you know, because they're so bright. Right. They are able to attract the the um, deceased souls. They also symbolize the beauty and fragility of life, which oh, I thought was really okay. pretty. Um, and so that is mostly in Mexico and Central America. Yeah, it's it started as a Mexican-only holiday. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of spread through other Central American communities. And then even when um, the more and more Mexicans started moving into America, then they started spreading it to the other, you know, Latin-based neighborhoods and things like that in the area. So it's really kind of kind of taken off there. Yeah. Um, you know, and the English translation is the Day of the Dead, which sounds scary. Yeah. You know? But it does, but it actually Dia de los isn't. Muertos, that sounds fun and exciting. Yes. Well, and it's, you know, it's kind of like this, re, this you know, being able to reunite, you know, because they have... So on November 1st, it's, um, the, it's Dia de los... In, Angelitos, uh-huh. but it's spirits of the children. So right. it's their deceased children, which is like really, really sweet. So they're able to um, be reunited with their family for 24 hours. Um, and that's where you see the sugar skulls. The calaveras. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they they write the names of the departed children on the skulls, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's really sad, but, you know, it's it's beautiful that they are able to reunite. Um and then on November 2nd is when we start to celebrate the spirits of the deceased adults. Right. And then it all kind of is this grand finale on November 3rd. So I guess it's November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd that they celebrate. And that's where you see, you know, people having the skeletons on their faces and they decorate the cemeteries. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when they have the big giant parades with the yes. paper mache skulls and, and all that good stuff. Yeah. And they also, like the skulls are usually painted in a smile or a laugh mm-hmm. because they're laughing at death. Did you know that? <clears throat> no, I didn't know they were that's, they're laughing, so they're at, laughing death. at death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I really had no idea what it was about. Um, but now that I've looked into it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Just, and it's, you know, you don't have to know, I mean, you don't have to believe that the spirits are actually with you and, right. you know, walking around town and things like that. But it is cool just to have a day of, you know, just a remembrance, you know. Remembrance. Where, yeah. You know, because, you know, we have Memorial Day, uh, which is really based for, you know, soldiers and yeah. folks, you know, in the service and things like that. So just to have a regular day for just, like you said, one day dedicated just to the children, you know, and, and then... And again, take it from a sad and sorrowful mood to hey, let's you know let's celebrate them and yeah, you know, dress up everything. So yeah, it's cool. It's it's fun, and we love a good party. I've, of course, any chance to have a, <laughs> have a party, yeah. So it's and I, I was I really expect in this area I don't see much of it, and I would yes, I would that's I, a good point, right? And I'm really surprised we don't, you know, because we have a you know fairly large Hispanic community, and yeah, you know, in Rogers and and well, all actually all in Northwest Arkansas. Um, so if we have any uh, folks that celebrated that in their country, uh, bring it, man. Let's yeah, make it happen. Let's have some parades. Let's see some things happening. So it's it's fun. I would like to see that. Um, so then. We move into United States, the Halloween in the U.S. Um, now, this is interesting to me that it 
when I'm doing the research on looking into this stuff, which by the way, there is a ton of information out there just on Halloween and where it came from and, and what all. each like portion <clears throat> of it, like trick or treating, bobbing for apples, jack o' lanterns, right? even haunted houses. I didn't, you know, you don't think about like where that originates from. Yeah, and some of it's a little dark. <laughs> some of it is, yes, it is. Uh, it's suspected that it first came around in eighteen or around eighteen forty when the Irish immigrants started coming to America, which makes sense because the Irish are the Celts and they brought over the Sawain. Right. And so it kind of ties into that. And they, they came over because of the potato famine. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. they were like trying to get December better. Yeah, exactly. And so they're just trying to, you know, bring some of their culture and of course, you know, we'll we'll grab hold of any like any reason like you said, any reason to party. <laughs> yeah. Although I know like for a while, Halloween like wasn't a lot of a band at first here. Like, uh, they didn't. Some of it was, yeah, because you know a lot of the, uh, especially before before eighteen forties, before the mid eighteen hundreds, you know you get the Puritans were running the show, yeah, you know, um, and that's where you have like the the witch trials. Um, oh, that would be an interesting episode to go over the witch trials. Yeah, it would. It, and it's that's some crazy stuff, man. It's like those witches weren't witches, they were just like sometimes just rambunctious women. Mm-hmm. And the men didn't know how to handle it, so they witch, you're yeah. a witch, let's burn her at the stake. But also like all the other women accusing other women. Yeah. I mean it like, was just, just a some wild snarky time. Snarky stuff, yeah. Just mean. That would be a good like Fox TV show. You know, like a comedy, kind of like a like a satirical <laughs> comedy, wasn't it? I, yeah. A little bit. Ryan Murphy, are you oh. listening? <laughs> Pass. Put your, <laughs> put your spin on the Salem Witch Trials, please. Uh, I mean, I mean, sure, there's movies out there and shows that you know deal with that, but there's you know, not all those witches were witches, but you know, some of them did some magic stuff, I guess. But yeah, a lot of them were just rambunctious women having a good time and. Some of it was a little tawdry. Tawdry? Yeah. Um, risque. Ah. Burlesque. You know, some things oh, like that. Oh, okay. We can't uh, have that. No, no. Nope. You know, and so there was... Um, I don't want to mention too much of it on the this podcast because we keep it family clean, but mm. the origin of witches riding on broomsticks, <gasps> look it up. I don't it's, need to. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> It's uncomfy. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, especially for me to talk about. So, but just in your the whole do your own research. You know, follow that. Um, anyway, trick or treating. Here's what I found about it. Now we can compare notes here. Yeah. Uh, first theory suggested it came during Sawain. Uh, people would leave food out to appease the spirits that were traveling the earth at night. Um, over time, people began to dress as these unearthly beings. Uh, in exchange for similar offerings of food and drink. So they would disguise themselves. Hey, I'm going to be a spirit. I'm going to be a spook. Maybe they'll give me some candy and some treats and stuff like that. I also saw that they would use, like, animals' heads and skins, and they would, like, also try to tell other people their fortune. Oh. And um, they also wanted to wear masks to, 
like to become unrecognizable by the evil spirits. Yeah, so they just kind of blend in. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. No, don't look. Don't look here. I'm. I'm just like you. No guys. human here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me be, please. That's right. Um, a second theory. Uh, there's speculates that the candy boom comes from the Scottish practice of guising, which comes we get disguise guising. Uh, which is a secular version of souling. Okay, I had mm-hmm. that, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Where children and poor adults would collect food and money from local homes and return for prayers for the dead on back to All Saints Days. Yeah. Um, and so guy, these geysers would uh, um, drop prayers in favor of non-religious practices with the inclusion of songs, jokes, and other tricks. So they kind of change that up a little bit too. Again, it's just the whole evolution when you get the two different cultures and you know intertwining and stuff. Yeah. Um, now this is what I think is fun, especially for all you office folks. You're going to recognize one of these terms. The third theory argues that modern American trick or treating comes from bell snickling. Do you remember Bell Schnickel? Bell Schnickel. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Yeah, Dwight. But he so, did that for Christmas, right? Um, but Admish? it's no, was it admirable or admirable or, or impish? impish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so same thing, you know, kind of trick or treat thing. Um, and again, it's where uh, children would dress in costume and then call in their neighbors, see if they give them some uh treats, if they could guess who they were, and this and that. So, oh, okay, yeah, so anyway, so those three theories kind of intertwined, and you know, because you have you've got the Irish folks and you've got the German folks and you've got all you know. The people that grew up in America or, you know, English or whatever, and they're all kind of combining and meshing in this great American melting pot. And so anytime we can have a party and throw everything together, man, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take those traditions. We're going to co-opt it and make a a festival out of it. Could you imagine like the first potluck, (laughs) you know, with all of those like different nationalities and everything coming together? It would be awesome. It would be awesome. It'd be some amazing food. Just... uh, all those different traditions and stuff. So, um, I also looked into kind of the origin of bobbing for apples. Okay. Did you look into this? Uh, I didn't. It's derived from the Roman celebration of um, Pum, Pomona. And it's where the Romans thanked the gods of water and fire basically for not destroying their crops that year. So they would, <laughs> they would offer hey, nuts and apples for giving us to a these pass. gods. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for not letting us starve this year. <laughs> Um, and then jack-o'-lanterns. Yes. Tell us about this. So this was an Irish myth about Stingy Jack. Stingy Jack. Who mul- multiple different times like tricked the devil. And so the <laughs> devil, you know, was like trying to take him, you know, take him with to hell. And um, I think Stingy Jack had him like climb up a tree. And then he basically like trapped the devil up in the tree and uh, was like, oh, now you can't get me, you know. Stupid devil. Kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, at the end of the story, he tricks the devil a couple of different times. And at the end, you know, he dies and he can't go to hell because he, like, tricked the devil from taking his soul. But then he's not allowed into heaven either. Oh. So the devil takes a turnip and carves a lantern with it and puts a burning <clears throat> coal and that's all Stingy Jack has to like guide his way through like this purgatory kind of kind of thing. So people would do this um, with potatoes and turnips, 
and put them in their windows to scare away Stingy Jack. Okay. And so now it's evolved into, you know, this whole like pumpkin carving, you know, frenzy. When we were at Silver Dollar City, we saw like a, a an expert pumpkin carver. It's ridiculous what they can do yes. with pumpkins. Yeah. And the different layers of the, the pulp gives you different layers of light and different, mm-hmm. yeah. It's amazing, yeah. Um, did you know where Haunted Houses started from? No, I, do, I, I don't know this one. Okay, so this was also really kind of cool. So it started in the 1800s in London, and it was a wax museum. But it featured a chamber of horrors with decapitated figures from the French Revolution. Still wax, right? Or yeah, probably okay. still wax. Yeah, gross. Casa de wax. That's just gross. Isn't that gross? <laughs> that is awful. I don't know why people would go see that. Creepos, weirdos, creepos. People do. I it. I had a quote in here because <clears throat> I think it was kind of like where Brit, like London, Britain, England. You know, they were like because it was kind of like with the turn of like the the Protestants and like Reformation Day mm-hmm. kind of thing, and they were like, okay, but we're gonna turn up. Like, we're going to party for Halloween, okay? <laughs> I don't know about you, but... <laughs> we're going to be straight-laced all year long, yeah. except for... We're going to go look at these decapitated yeah, figures. We're do this. My gosh. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was really cool. Um, so then, you know, when, it, when everything came to America, um, during the Great Depression, um, Halloween became, like, a very violent and, like, prank-filled holiday. And so they kind of, like, brought in, like, the trick-or-treating, the costumes, and haunted houses to try and keep, like, kids off the streets, essentially. Yeah. Keep them in line. They were like, all right, we see that you like this. Maybe you'll like this more than setting a house on fire. Like, Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Because they would get crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they don't have anything to do. They're out of work and, you know. Right. They're all kind of angry anyway, so here's the time to we can do this. Yeah. Yeah, the... um, it's just it's fun to see the evolution of it, and, you know. And then from that point, you know, you move into like the sixties and seventies. You look back at some of those the costumes; they're just like really weird, um, cheaply made kind of. But they, you know. But some of them, like you look at like old pictures of old costumes, and they are creepy. Yeah, yeah, super creepy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then things started getting weird, like around the 2000s. Yeah. Um, you started getting like, adults really started getting into the action. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you have things like your, your sexy kitten and your right. sexy scientist <laughs> and your sexy stapler or whatever. Your sexy stapler, <laughs> Whatever LOL. else you can get into. Like, let's make anything, you know, just an excuse to wear a little bit of clothes and go out and, you know, party and dance yeah. the night away. And, yeah, it's... So I was kind of looking into it. So like in the 1970s is kind of like when it started, which makes sense. The mm-hmm. 70s. What a time wild. to have been alive everybody in the was 70s. On cocaine and everybody. Right. If you weren't on cocaine, you were poor. If you wanted cocaine, you were no, poor. No, if you weren't on cocaine. If you weren't, oh. <laughs> you're either rich and on cocaine or you're poor. That's the 70s. That's hilarious. Um, but it became more sexualized for sure. And then what was really funny was one thing that stood out was Mean Girls, I think, was mentioned quite a bit. The movie Mean Girls. <laughs> and there was the quote yes. where Katie saying, Halloween is the one night a year when a girl can dress like a total mm-hmm. slut and no other girls can say anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and and the dumb one's like, I'm a mouse. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like barely wearing anything. 
<clears throat> that's the whole thing. But what was what is fun about like when I was a kid hitting in the eighties, you had the the school festivals, the the school parties where each of the classrooms would be the teachers would decorate them into like a different kind of game or uh, you know, house or you know, stuff like that. So you go around winning prizes and yeah. everybody'd show up in their costumes and stuff. That was the funnest thing. That was fun. That was I, really I remember fun. so much about that. And yeah. how you just and it was I don't know if it was just because you're a kid and you got free reign of the school. You didn't, Kinda. Have to, you didn't have to walk around the lines. You can just be with your buddies going from room to room and yeah. be loud. And, you know, this is the building where you have to be straight laced and stand in line and be quiet all the time. But here's the one night where you can just go buck wild as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Run well, around getting candy and prizes. And like late into the night. I feel like those yeah. nights were like no bedtime. You know, and it was always so fun to like go and see all the different houses, how they were decorated. Uh-huh. So yeah. like where we lived, there was a really, you know, swanky neighborhood, like not too far from us. And that's where you went because you got like the king size. Did you get the full size bars? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so you talk about decorations. The first time, so decorations didn't used to be, I mean, we, when I was a kid, we had like the cardboard pumpkins that you'd hang on the wall or yeah we had like a cardboard skeleton that we you know you could hang up and stuff you just little you know cheaply cheap decorations and things like that but when people started really going head over heels for the decorations in halloween first time i ever saw halloween lights on a house was when i went to interview for a job in northern virginia in the year 2000 oh wow in the fall of 2000 uh we went up there and we just started noticing these houses i mean these were like rich neighborhoods Okay. And they had Halloween lights. And we were talking to some folks that lived there. We're like, what in the world? You know, we've never seen Halloween lights before. Right. Never even fathomed the idea of having a, you know, and they're like, yeah, people really go crazy for Halloween around here. And, and then as time goes on, you start seeing it here more and more. And then now, again, it's a whole huge industry where, they're selling 12 foot, 12 foot skeletons at Home Depot right. and selling was, out. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the skeleton game has really, <laughs> I mean, it's incredible how some of these people will will style them. I saw one that, of course, I, I loved because they had, like, the different, like, Taylor Swift eras. Oh, no. But just as skeletons. I mean, it looked really cool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and just people put so many lights and, uh, yeah. you know, pumpkins all over their house. And, like, like say, they decorate with the tombstones in the yard and like the uh, fake spider webs right yeah the giant yeah. spider webs so it you know i mean hey they are celebrating authentically they are so hats off to them let them do that um do you think you'll ever like decorate your house for halloween or like the outside um uh, if you get those lights if i get those lights yeah, yeah i'll put those out you know i'll turn those on for you but know, no no 12 foot skeletons for nah, you no just nah, not into it nah, i would rather spend the money on the christmas stuff ah i yeah. just want to get like so you know, I really do love plants, but now that I have a house, I'm like, I really just want like a good couple of big fake pumpkins to put outside mm. so that they, I can just pull them out year by year. And mums, I want like, yeah. I, w- I wish we could have mums, but I just don't think we get the light for them. Oh yeah. You know? Not even on your front yard? Mm-mm. Mm. It's so shaded, but that's probably like, that would be the extent to how we decorate for Halloween <clears throat> and like the fall. Yeah. Outside. Um, we used to have a lot of family bonfires too. Yeah. Um, in fact, we're going to have one here in a f- you know, few weeks too. So, um, we would go out to my aunt and uncle's house and they had big acreage and, you know, everybody would come dressed up and have these giant bonfires with weenie roasts and everything. Those are, those are fun. Um, 
<laughs> I've got notes in here. It's Carrie's saddest Halloween. Carrie's saddest Halloween? <laughs> like your sister Carrie? My sister Carrie. Yeah. God bless her. She had, and she could probably tell the story a little bit more detail because I just know some of the highlights of it, but it is the absolute saddest Halloween I've I've ever heard of. So this was when, uh, uh, let's see, studio audience, Mandy, how old were you? I think you were in junior high. Yeah, probably junior high. You know, I was out of school, um, and Carrie and Lindsay were in grade school, and it was a Halloween night, and Mandy um, was at a Halloween party, um, and then, because they took us trick-or-treating all the time, you know, they, they would do that when we were kids, but Lindsay was sick, hmm. and she couldn't go, and I was off doing whatever, who knows what at that time, and I wasn't involved, and so mom... Carrie wanted to go trick or treat, so mom took Carrie trick or treating, but it was sleeting. <laughs> oh, one of those Halloweens, <laughs> sleeting, okay. and Carrie was by herself, and she oh. was having to go like door to door, and there was like nobody trick or treating in these neighborhoods. <laughs> so it's just, it just makes me sad every time I think about it. That so, is sad. Um, Carrie, we feel bad for your saddest <laughs> Halloween. You're wet and you're cold. Yeah. Your your pillow sack is empty. Yeah, and I think mom <laughs> by herself. Mom <laughs> felt really bad for her too, and so anyway. Aww. So if you if you see Carrie, just give her a hug yeah, on Halloween. These, and, you know, this time of year is hard yeah. for her. <laughs> she struggles through it. <laughs> so it's always oh, a Halloween memory. And there was a few years where I decided to stop celebrating Halloween altogether. Oh, okay. I was I was angry. Um, here's another fun, embarrassing story about Uncle Cliffy. Oh, bring it on. Uh, this was in the dark ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and a friend of mine was having a, he was going to have a rager of a Halloween party. Okay. And he's like, Oh, I got 50 people coming. Everybody's going to be there. Everybody's going to dress up and we're going to have, you know, grill some hot dogs and we're going to do all this. And cause he had just bought a house. Like we're, this, we were all young twenties and he was able to buy his own house, but he yeah. bought it out the lake and it was the middle of nowhere. And you know, so he was ready to, you know, throw it, throw it down. Right, exactly. So that was the plan, and I was like, "So everybody's going to dress up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my costume. And he was going to be like a, a Green Bay Packer football player, and then a couple other guys. They're like, "Yeah, we're going to do this or that." I'm like, "Cool, okay, cool, yeah." Um, so I had my mom make me a dress, and I dressed up as a woman. <laughs> Like who? Which woman? I don't know. Just, just <laughs> generic, full-on. I'm a lady, heavy-chested <laughs> woman <laughs> with a long wig and like crazy makeup and oh, like dear. the work. I was, I mean, drag before drag was cool, you know. So ah. basically, what it was, and I even had to like on the way. He lived way out the lake, and I had to like get gas on the way out there, so I had to stop at a gas station, <laughs> and this is before you could pay at the pump. <laughs> So I to go inside dressed like this. We're and, like, choices were made. Yeah. And the lady's like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, it was Halloween night. So, oh, okay, of course, yeah. you know. So she had to take my picture. The lady working at the gas station took my <laughs> picture and everything. Made it to the party. I was one of the first ones there. And uh, and so I was kind of helping him get ready. I was like, hey, when you're not in your costume. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go put it on your minute. I was like, all right, cool. And so. Uh, I was helping him do some things, and uh, a few more people showed up, and they weren't in costume. Oh, no. And they're like, yeah, we were going to. We just decided not to. And then more people showed up, and more people showed up. And he was right. There were about 50 to 60 people that showed up there. But guess how many people had costumes on? Probably just one. One. Why would he do that? One. 
everybody backed out. Everybody chickened and didn't want to do it. And I was the only one dedicated to it. And I dressed up, and here I am walking around this party like a freako woman. Like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's giving and a lot of people I didn't know. So they're all kind of giving me the side eye. Oh. Like, is this guy for real? Is he, you know, what's going on? And so I just Shucked it, and luckily I had like a t-shirt and sweatpants underneath because it was cold. Oh, yeah. And so I took it all off and washed my face, and I just sat in his bedroom playing Nintendo the rest of the night until everybody left. And I was so mad. I was so I mad, been and mad embarrassed. Too. And just like that's like the Mean Girls that happened to you. Yeah, exactly. And so from that point, I was like, Nope, not doing it. Hang it. I'm done with. I'm done with Halloween. My porch light is off. That's right. No more <laughs> Halloween. It's a ridiculous holiday. Of course, I. A few months later, I made some other life changes to clean some stuff up, too. I so was going to ask, like, if that was more of, like, a this is Reformation Day now versus Halloween, like... <laughs> this is when the decisions are made. Maybe I need to make some better life choices here, so... Anyway, it was... Uh, that was interesting. Oh, but. I don't think I have any, like, bad Halloween stories. Um, All of ours are pretty good. I think I had some, I was like Jasmine from Aladdin one year. I think I went as a clown one year, but before we went trick-or-treating, I, I did wash all of my face makeup off and I re- remember my mom being so mad about it, but Be- I was like, before was you went- yeah, before we went trick-or-treating, I don't know why I would do that. I don't know. <laughs> this year I'm pretty pumped because we're having a Halloween party, but we're also doing like a uh, murder mystery party oh, along with it. That's cool. So... Um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be, you know, it might be a little confusing because, well, so it's Halloween, right? We wanted to do this murder mystery party back in the summer, but Alec got sick, so we couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But like some of these people, like the characters costumes are like, so like my character that I'm going to be is like a defense attorney. That's oh. not fun <laughs> to dress up as a Halloween costume. Right? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to be Velma. Oh, okay. Which is great because I already had a red skirt and an orange sweater. Excellent. Don't have to buy a thing, Excellent. which is really nice. Um, Are you going to wear the glasses? If I can find some. Yeah, I the square glasses? Yeah. Huh. I'm going to have a wig. Nice. It's my friend's wig. He, he Our friend um, and his wife, they went as Dora and Dora's backpack <laughs> <laughs> for Halloween last year. <laughs> and he was Dora, so I'm going to borrow his wig. <laughs> That's funny. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And you guys are having a bonfire? We are. Yep, yep we're going to have that, so it's going to be... That'll be a lot of fun. I did look up, I was interested to see like what costume trends have been in the past couple years. Mm -hmm. So for 2022, a lot of people went as witches, Spider-Man, and Stranger Things. I saw a lot of Stranger Things. Of course, yeah. This year, what do you think people are going to go as? This year, let me think. Um, um, What did you say? Oh, yeah, Travis and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably so. Cute. I mean, yeah, that'd be easy to do. Yeah, easy yeah. to do. And guys wouldn't mind. They just throw in a football jersey and bada bing. Exactly. They're, they're, they're good to go. Yeah, who knows? Um, I don't know. If I was had to be really creative, I would figure out how to do like documents in a bathroom or something like that. Documents in a bathroom? Yeah, you know where they found all those documents in Donald Trump's bathroom. They were in his bathroom? Yeah, they were in his like, have you not seen those pictures? I guess not. Oh my gosh! At Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, Mar-a-Lago. He's Why got this, was he keeping them in he, his bathroom? Oh, he's got this ridiculous bathroom with like a chandelier in it, and 
you know, all this marble, and then he's got boxes and boxes of files. Is that the main bathroom? I don't, I doubt it. It's probably just a guest bathroom, but yeah, he's got a chandelier. Why would he keep it in the bathroom? I don't know. There's, you look at this picture, there's so many questions. He's got this giant chandelier that's made of crystal, clearly super expensive, probably more expensive than my house. But then he's got a shower with just like a cheap plastic shower rod and curtain on it. (laughs) (laughs) Makes no sense. Anyway, that's sidetracked, but... Yeah, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. I would be documents in a tub. Um What do you think about trunk or treat? Do you think trunk, well, do you think it's weird? Um in the fact that like it's trunks are kind of icky? I think it's weird. Oh, you know what? I'm just I'm just getting why it could be weird, right? Hey kid. Come over, exactly. here my, come over here to my trunk and get some candy, huh? That's it. Yeah, that's just weird. Okay, that's weird. You know, because we grew up with like, hey, don't get in people's vans. Don't exactly, people's. but now we're teaching now it's them. Like, hey, there's a bunch of cars over there in the parking lot. Go get you some candy <laughs> out of the trunk over there, huh? <laughs> with like someone dressed up. Right, yeah. You to know, hide their identity. Somebody's dressed up as little orphan Annie standing next to the trunk with candy in it. And I, Before you said that, no, I didn't think it was weird. I thought... I, I have thought that like it's not nearly as fun as trick or treating. No, but I understand like you know it's for the churches, I guess. I get so. it that you know, hey, let's gather all the kids in one area so they're not going from yeah door to door in your neighborhoods, you know, right? And it's you can wrangle them and keep them a little more safe, but yeah, and it's a good outreach too. It is, for, like, it local is. I get it. Yeah, you know, for the churches, but and for kids, you can go to this church's trunk or treat. Spend thirty minutes, get a sack full of candy, then go oh, to this church's trunk or treat, get <laughs> get a sack full yep. of candy. Go to that school's trunk or treat, get a sack full of candy, and then still have time to go to the rich neighborhood and get the big candy bars. So if you work it right, and if your parents are cool enough, you can score. A, <laughs> if your parents are cool, <laughs> you can score pounds and pounds and pounds of candy. Oh, that way. did your parents like si- like siphon through your candy? Nah. Did they check it? Nah, <laughs> nah. You know, I wonder. I mean. I'm sure at some point you had to do that, right? But so you know that never happened. Like you, there, like the whole scare back in the eighties of people razor put blades. razor blades in the apples or pins in the, in the candy <sighs> bars, and you could take your happened? candy and get it X-rayed. Yeah, there was never in a report. How did of that get it, started then? It's somebody. This was somebody mentioned something that it's a possibility, um, and then somebody else took it, read a newspaper clipping of that. This has happened and. Gotcha. Word spread and, you know, it's the whole telephone game. Yeah. You know, before it was, it went viral before viral was even a thing. Mm. You know, the internet wasn't even a thing. But, uh, but yeah, that stuff never happened. So my parents never checked. They're like, hey, is it all wrapped up? Yeah, okay. You know. My parents, they they checked it. Oh, yeah. Of course, I was in the 80s and it was the Wild West. And so, I mean, we were... We weren't just getting candy, right? We were getting popcorn balls, and yeah, we get this one guy gave out a bag of pennies, a bag of pennies. <laughs> yeah, one guy gave out uh, dental floss. Oh you yeah, know? so we were getting mm-hmm. all kinds of I random would get stuff like, like the, that, like the cheap toothbrushes. Yeah, those. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but it was yeah. What? Okay, I have two questions. This is kind of going back to like the is trunk or treating weird? <laughs> okay, <laughs> what what would it be for you? Like to get in a in a white truck. Like, what would what would they have to be like projected? You know, like puppies in here, or <laughs> like for me, it would probably be like either rare exotic house plants in here or Taylor Swift's in here for me yeah. to go in. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, I've bought an, a lot of tamales in parking lots. So. <laughs> Fresh hot tamales. <laughs> so, I, or I can see those beef trucks. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, I never pass by anything. Nah. I'm like, I wonder if those are any good. No, so. so maybe that. So, so maybe, maybe that. something to do with food. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. If it was all over, it would be just a giant tennis ball. <laughs> and he'd be like, I'm in. <laughs> Whatever it takes, I'll just get that. Yes. Right. Okay. And then my other question was like, what candy would it be that if you saw that dropped into your bag, you're like, this is the supreme? Uh, watch him call it. Really? Yep. Number one, it's the best candy bar ever. Ever. Well, there was this one candy bar when I was a kid called a PB Max. And it was a square. So, you know, like the cookie in a Twix bar? Yeah. It was a square cookie. And on top of it was a big hunk of chunky peanut butter, like with the nuts with the and nuts stuff. In it. Yeah. And then the whole thing was covered in chocolate. It was fantastic. But anyway, that's the best candy bar ever. But now on the market right now is the Watchamacallit. Number one, you can't buy a miniature Watchamacallit. So if you're going to get that in your candy in your sack, it's the full size. It's going to be a full sack. So already you're getting A, a full candy bar, and B, you're giving Watchamacallit. And that house would be cool because they would know what's up. What's in a Watchamacallit? Um, it's like crisp one. rice and caramel, and it's covered in chocolate. Oh. It, like if you took a uh, Rice Krispie treat instead of marshmallows, you made it with caramel and peanut butter, and then covered the whole thing in chocolate. Mm. Yeah, it's we the best. We might have to try that. My man right here, my engineer, he knows what's up. <laughs> he knows what's up. By the way, he's very much uh, in the DJ mode. He's got his... Beanie cap on and his oh my gosh. flannel. And we his, were uh, driving here today, and he's like, I got my flannel, I got my beanie, I'm in my Subaru. And I said, and we're on our way to record our podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a, you know, some a marijuana joint here later on. Yeah. That or like a nice expensive bike rack on the back. Right, yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And we fit. We fit, yeah. Uh, he was like, today he was like, do I wear the flannel or do I wear my long t-shirt, my flannel, and my vest? Or do I just wear the vest? And he's like, I just don't want to be cold because praise the Lord, we are finally in like the pristine mm-hmm. fall weather. Love it's it. A, yep. It is a good time right. over here. Oh, we're supposed to be having an eclipse eventually right now too. So. Oh, like today? Yeah, but you can't really tell because it's cloudy. And Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. I didn't know. Okay. Anyway, um, back to Halloween. Sorry. Back to <clears throat> Halloween. Okay, so kind of backtracking though, most projected popular costumes this year, mm-hmm. Wednesday Adams. Okay, cool. Ken and Barbie. Mm, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yep, I can see that. And then I had Travis and Taylor. Those would be good ones. Those yeah. would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last year, we had a lot of like Ted Lasso as well. I saw a lot of Ted Lasso. Uh, we had a uh, company-wide meeting yesterday, and Doug McMillan, CEO of Walmart, was dressed as Ted Lasso. Was he really? Yep. That's cool. Yep. He's pretty funny. Have you met him before? No. I wish. He's, he seems like just a really cool dude. Yeah. I'd, I'd like everything. About I would be him. too intimidated to meet yeah. him. Oh yeah, right. Okay. <clears throat> Scary movies, which we kind of talked about. We did, yeah. Well, in the and is it? Is it? Have we already talked about that? No, that episode hasn't aired yet. <gasps> As of today, I think it airs last week. Okay. So if you're listening to this fresh. Last week, we talked about scary movies. Sorry, sometimes it's a little confusing. It is a bit confusing, yeah. Got to get our timeline right. Yeah, scary movies, that's a fun thing because that's you know big now because now you've got all the streaming channels so you can get oh, all yeah. the scary Halloween movies. Oh, yeah, Halloween and yeah, all the... Spooktober and... Yeah. Man, so you know I'm afraid of aliens mm-hmm. and 
There's this movie on Hulu. It's called No One Will Save You. Have you seen the preview oh, for that? I've, I've seen it, but I haven't. Like, I, I've seen the ads for it. It looks. I'm so intrigued. I want to watch it. I really do. But it's about alien invasion and home invasions, which I. Those are. <clears throat> it's like explosions, aliens, and home invasions are my top three. And. It, it probably has all three. And I just watched the trailer and yeah. I'm like, you know what? I tried to be brave, but I'm not, not going to no. could mm-hmm. not do it. Yeah. <clears throat> and as we discussed last week, we, uh, I don't care for a lot of the scary movies. And I was incredibly disappointed because you know, all last week, uh, one of the movies that I watched was the strangers. Yeah. And I did not care for that movie at all. And I was floored to discover this week that there is actually a strangers Two. pray at night. And in 2024, there's going to be a start of a Stranger's trilogy coming out. Oh, uh, they had like a <laughs> they had like a two minute <clears throat> sneak peek of it on somewhere I saw, and I watched it. And within 30 seconds of it, I'm already seeing things that they should have done, and I'm just taken right out of the scariness of it and thinking of the idiocy. But yeah. I was disappointed to see that The Strangers has a whole franchise. Okay, but I just wonder, it's kind of like the Scream series, mm-hmm. where it's like, it's just the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I love I love Scream. I think the first Scream is like one of the best scary movies out there. I will say, I did enjoy watching the first Scream, because there was mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I didn't anticipate happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Drew Barrymore gets it in the first 10 minutes. I know. You know Cor- so. I mean, it, but it's also like the good, it's a good cast. Yeah, it, is, it really Cox, is, yeah. Matthew Lillard. Uh-huh. I love me some Matthew Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> He's so He's, weird, yeah, he <laughs> but I love him. But I thought it was interesting. You know, I did some research. You know, we've talked about what the first scary movie was, and that was, um, it was like the House of the Devil. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And it's a French movie. Yeah, Frenchies making that scary movie first. Yep. And then uh, the first scary movie in the U.S. was The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Oh, okay. And then the first slasher film was none other than Psycho. Psycho. Which is cool. Uh, Yeah, a lot of people were disturbed by Psycho when it first came out. Well, I mean, yeah, that tracks. Especially if you've never seen anything like that before. Like, there's never been a movie ever like that. Yeah. And it wasn't even that bloody. It was just... Shock, it's like the shocking, it's like the shock factor right. of, oh, she just got yeah. stabbed in the shower. Oh, Wait, he this, just got. This is the one we've been following the whole movie so far. Now she's dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> what comes that? next? That was definitely my thought because I thought she was the main character. Yeah. Well, Which she kind of is, but you know. It turned. It to, turned quickly. A quick left turn there. <laughs> um, and then I really do, you know, we kind of talked about Trunk or Tree already, but the Halloween festivals are just unmatched i think i mean christmas is cool but i think halloween is just a little the festivals for halloween are a little bit funner yeah um so we went to the silver city harvest festival which was beautiful um but all of the pumpkin patches and the arts and craft fairs they did um ozark october which is in downtown springdale that's a lot of fun and oktoberfest too for you know people who like those oktoberfest beers that's right the big giant yeah it's always fun too. Well, it's just a fun time. it is a fun time, um, and we're uh, we're glad you guys joined in and listened to us. Now I've got a little special ending here. <clears throat> Since it is the spooky season, 
And since we are talking about demons and Halloween and Dia de los Muertos, um, we've got... Uh, I want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear about some of your uh, experiences with Halloween. Uh, do you celebrate? Do you think, no, uh, not at all, we should not celebrate this? Or do you think, you know, something we can co-opt and make it, like you say, a fall festival or whatever? But I want to end this episode with reading a scary story to everybody. Ooh, I love it. That's right. So we're going to turn down the lights and we're going to have our engineer turn on some good background music. So when you get that fired up, I'll read you a story and then we'll close it out. I don't know if you can hear us or not. There we go. I'm not going to tell you the title of this because it'll ruin it, but here we go. <clears throat> she commandeered the room in the basement of her dorm as soon as she realized she would have to pull an all-nighter in order to prepare for tomorrow's final exam. Her roommate, Jenna, liked to go to bed early, so she packed up everything she thought she would need and went downstairs to study. And study. And study some more. It was two o'clock in the morning when she realized that she had left one of the textbooks upstairs in her bed. <sighs> With a dramatic sigh, she rose and climbed the stairs slowly to her third floor dorm room. The lights were dim in the hallway, and the old boards creaked under her weary tread. She reached her room and turned the handle softly as she could, pushing the door open just enough to slip inside so that the hall lights wouldn't make wake her roommate. The room was filled with a strange metallic smell. She frowned a bit, her arms breaking out into chills. There was a strange feeling of malice in the room, as if a malevolent gaze were fixed upon her. It was a mind trick. The all-nighter was catching up with her. She could hear Jenna breathing on the far side of the room. A heavy sound, almost as if she had been running. Jenna must have picked up a cold during the t last tense week of work before finals. She crept along the wall until she reached her bed, groping among the covers for the stray history textbook. In the silence, she could hear a steady drip, drip, drip sound. <sighs> she sighed silently. Facilities would have to come fix the sink in the bathroom again. Her fingers closed on the textbook. She picked it up softly and withdrew from the room as silently as she could. Relieved to be out of the room, she hurried back downstairs, collapsed into an overstuffed chair, and studied until six o'clock. She finally decided enough was enough. If she slipped upstairs now, she could get a couple hours sleep before her nine o'clock exam. The first rays of sun were beaming through the windows as she slowly slid open the door, hoping not to waken a Jenna. Her nose was met by an earthy, metallic smell of a second before her eyes registered the scene in her dorm room. Jenna was spread eagle on top of her bed against the far wall. Her throat had been cut from ear to ear and her nightdress stained with blood. Two drops of blood fell from the saturated blanket with a drip, drip noise that sounded like a leaky faucet. Scream after scream poured from her mouth, but she couldn't stop herself any more than she could cease wringing her hands. All along the hallway, doors slammed and footsteps came running down the passage. Within moments, 
Other students had gathered in her doorway, and one of her friends gripped her arm with a shaking hand and pointed trembling finger toward the wall. Her eyes widened in shock at what she saw. Then she fainted into her friend's arms. On the wall, above her bed, written in her roommate's blood, were the words, Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? (gasps) Happy Halloween! Bye! Tableside at 16th Street is produced by H&F Productions. For all your audio, visual, and lighting needs, visit hnfproduction.com.